Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Okay, let's look at reading things on paper versus reading them on screen. Researchers are looking to understand whether the format we use for reading affects our ability to understand information, and if being constantly online also hampers our ability to take in complex information. Um, There's a related question as to whether this makes us more susceptible to misinformation online. Well, Dr. Lily Yu is a lecturer in psychology. She studies the way we read with colleagues at Sydney's Macquarie University, and she joins me now. Hi, Lily. Hello. Before your research, what did we know about the differences between reading something on paper versus reading something on a computer screen or on a phone? Yeah, um, by Star Wars, um, I want to um, disclaim that, like, of course, um, lot of um, there have been a lot of research done on this area. And even though, like, the findings generally are kind of mixed, but the general pattern kind of show that when we're reading on the screen, our comprehension of the text, especially, for example, when you're asked to recall the details of the text, seems to be compromised compared to when you're reading on paper. Very interesting. Do you think that we've just got used to reading in a different way when we read on a screen? That's actually a very good point. Um, obviously, there are a couple of different reasons um, contributing to that, um, what we so-called um, screen inferiority effect. Yeah. But definitely like that kind of habit or the kind of reading strategy that you apply on the phone or on screen. So, for example, like normally when we're reading on the screen, we tend to like search for information. We just want to grab something very quickly. So we tend to apply that kind of reading method um, yeah, to reading different kind of formats as well. So that might be one of the main contributors to why, you know, reading on screen seems to be a little bit less um, where, how could I say, like the, your comprehension seems to be worse compared to reading on paper. Are you sort of in skimming mode when you're on a screen? Yes, um, yes. Um, so that's definitely one of the reasons. How do you know? How do you study this stuff? Yes. Um, so um, normally what we do is we have like the very carefully controlled experiment conditions. So we have one group of participants. Um, they probably reading the same content on the paper, whereas we have another group of participants who read on screen. And then later on, after participants finish their reading, we compare their comprehension um, using a couple of different metrics to see whether their comprehension is equivalent across those two formats or one is inferior than the other. Huh, interesting. And that um, bears out what the other research shows, that, that you do tend to comprehend more if you're reading it on a solid object on a paper? Yes, um, that's um, in particularly true. Um, for example, when you're trying to read something under time pressure, 
um, reading on paper seems to be a little bit better compared to reading on the screen. But also, for example, when you're trying to understand some more difficult, longer kind of text, reading on paper also seems to be have the advantage compared to reading on the screen. Is there any difference between various levels of reader? Like would, would skilled readers find the same thing as less skilled readers? Yes, definitely. Um, it seems like um, the studies have suggested that for skilled reader, the kind of difference in our comprehension compared to screen versus paper seems to be smaller, whereas the difference really comes from like the where skilled readers. Um, it seems like um, the for example, some children or the second language learners like myself, um, reading on um, screen seems to be particularly harder compared to reading on the paper. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you about your um, experiences in different languages. But just to be clear for our listeners, if they've got an important document to read, uh, an important legal document, or if they're studying for something, would you actually recommend, based on what you know, printing the thing out and reading it on paper? Yes, I think um, if that's something really important that you want to understand lots of detail, you want to understand the nuance of the text that's read, um, reading on paper seems to be better. Um, but of course, in this kind of digital age, that reading on screen is kind of unavoidable. Um, if that's the case, I would suggest that maybe choose the kind of, right kind of screen to read um, those texts on would be a you know better choice. The right kind of screen? Yes, like for example, like um, compared to um, small screens such as phones, um, reading on bigger screens seems to have better comprehension results compared to the smaller screen. Or like um, you can choose the screen that's kind of resemble the paper reading as well, um, which might give you the better kind of results compared to other formats. Okay. What about when you look at reading a different script, looking at reading, say, Chinese characters versus English characters? Do we read those scripts in different ways, those of us who are lucky enough to speak both? Um, that's actually a super interesting question and also really close in line with my research interest. Yeah. So um, this... Um, I'm not sure whether you're aware of this. Actually, um, eye tracking studies. So, eye tracking study is the kind of study when people are read. We're also using a device, non-invasive device, to track how readers' eyes actually move along the page. So, if we look at the overall reading speed and the reading comprehension of um, similar kind of text in English versus Chinese, researchers tend to find that there isn't any difference at all. So meaning that we can read, you know, with enough reading skill that people can read English text versus Chinese text um, at an equivalent comprehension um, rate. However, if you look at the detailed eye-checking patterns, for example, you might find that for Chinese, due to the very visual complexity, meaning that like you can see the Chinese characters very being very dense on the paper. So researchers tend to find that we make longer fixations. So we look um, each of the words for longer times, but overall we make less fixations compared to English text. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I've heard from one of our listeners, James in Dunedin, who says he is extremely dyslexic. He says he works with a large oh. organization and they use the Teams app for communicating. That's a sort of a, a way of chatting to other people in the office instantaneously okay. on uh, on computers. 
but he says when he when he receives info, he prints it out and reads it. Otherwise, he finds it very hard to comprehend. Can you understand why that might be for someone like him? Why he might have trouble keeping up with that sort of form of communication, that digital communication? Yes. Um. So that kind of um fit into the research funding that suggests that for um, maybe the less skilled readers that, you know, the, the kind of being able to observe in the paper, being able, being able to actually have a comfortable reading situation, which is reading on paper, the kind of comprehension outcome is actually better than compared to having to look on the screen. And there are a couple of reasons for reading on screen might be a little bit worse. So for example, the physical constraints of whether you're comfortable, whether the brightness is right, and whether you have eye constraint, all that sort of things. But also beyond that, I think um, it just like, you know, being able to read it on paper that would allow us to read in a format that's more natural. Um, by natural, I mean that, for example, you're able to fixate a certain word as long as you want, and you can go back and look at the previous text that you might have read and now you've gotten. So those kind of natural progression as well as the regression of the behavior seems to occur more often like when you're reading on paper, whereas on the screen, a lot of times it's not so much to your control. What about native screen users, asks Matt on text. Younger people, is paper still better for them or, or might they actually be better with the um, the screen seeing they've largely grown up reading things on the screen? Um, that's a very, very good question. Um, so for all the research that hasn't been done, at least you know to the best of my knowledge, that um, there hasn't been a particular study that looking at um, that particular population that who grew up reading on the screen, and that's definitely a future direction for the research to be investigating. So, sorry, um, the answer is we don't know yet. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, we talked about highly skilled and uh, and lesser skilled readers. Are those definitions changing? Given that we're doing most of our reading, a lot of us are online these days. Do we need to recalibrate and reassess how we measure somebody's reading ability? Yes, definitely. Um, like even in a traditional way, when we describe like um, the skilled readers versus less skilled reader, it's still a very general term. So for example, we can look at like someone's vocabulary, like um, native speakers may have a larger vocabulary um, than the non-native speakers, then maybe that's something that you could say is skilled versus less skilled. And you can also look at, you know, for example, for reading the same kind of text, the comprehension result, use that as a standard to um, kind of say who's the more skilled reader, who's the less skilled reader. So there are a, a variety of different criteria that one can use to define the skilled versus less less skilled readers. Um, so even in a traditional way, the definition definitely has to be a little bit careful. But in line with what you are saying with the digital digital reading age, that you know when we're talking about um, how you know the reading comprehension or how how someone's reading result is being assessed, then obviously we also want to take into account of whether you know the assessment is based on the text being read on screen or the text being read on paper. So short story that we have to be very careful here by 
defining who's the、mm. skill reader, who's the less skill reader. Lily, how much of your research is just looking at giant eyeballs on a screen and writing down what they're doing? <laughs> a lot of、um, a lot of my research has been using、um, the device called eye tracker to record、um, people's how their eyes move、um, when they are reading on the screen. Um, the reason that I'm really interested in using this device or using this to answer my research question is even by looking at how the eyes are moving,、um, it has so much rich information that can tell us a lot about, you know, how can I say, like the mechanisms underlying, like how we read, how we are using different kind of、um, cognitive components, for example, the attention, memory, how we coordinate all those very complicated. You know, modulates to make it、um, work for the work for for the purpose of reading, for example. Really nice to talk to you. Well done on this research, and we look forward to finding out or to hearing what you find out in your、uh, future research, Lily. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Lily Yu, on、uh, the idea of inferior screen inferiority that your comprehension is down when you read something on screen compared to reading it on paper. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.